Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. And today my guest is Fabio Tavares da Silva, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in New York City. He began his earlier career um, uh, as an acrobat in his native Brazil after running away from the cir- running away with the circus at age 15. Uh, after he moved to New York in the early 90s, and at, uh, sometime after that, he discovered the Alexander Technique, and um, he, has, he is, uh, in addition to being an Alexander Technique teacher, he is the artistic, assistant artistic director of STREB, Extreme Action which uh, we will probably talk about a little. I, I, I don't know exactly how to describe it, except that it's uh, dance and extreme action and looks pretty dangerous when you see it. Um, he's also uh, an adjunct professor at Pace University. And in particular for this, uh, this podcast, uh, Fabio has been able to maintain... Uh, a, a relatively injury-free body for the last 20 years, which is a pretty amazing accomplishment given uh, the kind of work he's doing. And we're going to talk today about how the Alexander Technique in particular has, has helped him with that. So after all that, Fabio, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. It's good to be uh, talking to you finally. <laughs> it is. It's good to talk to you as well. Um could you begin by giving our listeners a very short uh, definition or description of the Alexander Technique? Sure. Um, the Alexander Technique, to me, is the closest thing we have to magic powers. Oh, good. I like that. I mean, that. you know, uh, and of course, not to uh, mention, you know, drugs. <laughs> right. So it's, you know, but it's, in my opinion, it's the closest thing we have to magic powers and by magic powers do you mean sort of amazing things you can do with your mind to affect your life that that sort of magic or exactly yeah exactly yeah because i would i would agree with that it is incredibly powerful method of using the way you think to change to change um how you do things right and how you approach life and you know because i'm i'm such a physical being Mm-hmm. And I know we try not to talk much about the body and the mind. Uh, you know, we want to address both things as one, you know, equipment. But I can't, you know, it's like it's it's the amazing things I produce with my mind that affect my body. It's just, it's hard for me not to, to you know, to, um, to bring my body into the equation. So I... Um, I can do pretty amazing things. It's like I have this secret that no one else does. Mm-hmm. No one else knows mm-hmm. that it's kept me, um, you know, pretty free and powerful and and ready to move and jump and fall and 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 do acrobatics. And and so in in that sense, I I. I I regard the Alexander Technique as, as, as a magic power. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would say not just acrobatics, which is impressive enough, but a kind of an extreme version of acrobatics, which the, the Streb company specializes in. Could you Correct. say a word or two about that for our listeners? There has been a recent um, 
public TV program about it, and there was a lengthy article in the New Yorker about it. But could you just say a word or two about what's, let's say, different about Streb than um, just acrobatics in general? Sure. Well, uh, somebody once said that Streb is a combination between, like, Cirque du Soleil and Jackass. <laughs> yes, that's and good. and you know, I kind of I, I I think that's a pretty cute definition. Yeah, the idea in Streb is you you, you have to learn the, uh, the 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 art and the science of unusual landings. You know, and whereas in most dance people always land on their feet. You know, and most sports you're always sort of landing on your feet as well. In Streb, we learn how to land on different parts of our bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's you know we take a lot of impact in the body, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and 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 we also use a lot of mach- uh, equipment and cables and harnesses and and it's, it's a lot a lot of uh, aerial stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, some someone once said it's it's like high impact modern dance meets extreme sports that meets mm-hmm. um, circus mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. it's all you know sort of we don't make it pretty we don't try to we don't attempt to make it light and and and, and fluffy you know right it's definitely not light and fluffy and it's also actually kind of dangerous isn't it yep. There's definitely a a, a risk element. One of the pieces is quite aptly called the wheel of death, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of tells you where 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 that where they're at at that. So um, it is it is just as an aside here. um, Getting back to acrobatics uh, in general, uh, I don't know whether you know this, but. F.M. Alexander, the developer of the technique, uh, made a point of going to the circus whenever he could. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that was that when he was watching acrobats in action, mm-hmm. he knew that he was going to be seeing pretty good use of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply because it's a, a kind of a, uh, it's a self-selecting profession in that if you're if you're an acrobat with a tight neck or stiff shoulders or whatever you're not going to be an acrobat very long mm-hmm. and it seems to me that the, the work that you're doing with streb kind of takes that to an even to an even greater level mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, i would imagine as you look around at your fellow um performers most of them have must have pretty good self-use, right? Mm-hmm. That is, they use their bodies efficiently and effectively. The kind of things that Alexander, um, the Alexander technique, is known to help with. So, what is it that you have as a result of the Alexander technique that gives you uh, perhaps a, an edge over even some of your the other performers? Uh huh. Well, the, the first word that comes to mind is resiliency mm-hmm. you know um, it's it's very very clear to me and I just had this conversation yesterday with a fellow um, colleague 
it's really it's all about the breath and it has to be all about the breath um, we oftentimes forget that if you know if we don't breathe we're doing ourselves you know perhaps the greatest um, is it disfavor is that even a word yeah or it's it's dysfunctional not to to restrict breathing for sure exactly and you know um so i think you know and then when we studied the alexander technique we learned that when you know the spinous lengthening breath is happening naturally i don't have to worry about breathing mm-hmm. you know and uh and when i tighten you know my shoulders and neck and i compress my spine i hold my breath mm-hmm. but you know this is like you know as a little boy who was a competitive gymnast all I did growing up was I was being trained how to hold my breath. Oh, really? You know? uh-huh. oh, we, oh, yeah. In, in gymnastics, you know, it's all about no pain, no gain. It's all about, you know, uh, um, you know, try harder. Um, you know, repeat that twenty times, and I'll repeat another twenty. It's really about reinforcement of you know of, of poor habits or bad habits. So. When I discovered the Alexander Technique, I was blown away by the fact that, you know, you can actually breathe and, you, you know, and you can actually help yourself. You can, uh, you can be a lot nicer and more f- friendly to yourself and you get a lot better results. Um, and, and not only that, but then th- the older I get, the more powerful, I'll use the word powerful just because it's a word that I've been using the last couple of years, more powerful I'll become. Mm-hmm. And so it's a pretty, um, it's a pretty uh, uh, powerful promise. You know, whereas I see people, you know, sort of resigning to the fact that they're getting older, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing I can do about this one body part or there's nothing I can do about this one situation. I see people like resigning to the fact that they, they're doomed, you know, mm-hmm. in in my field, you know, uh-huh. in my field. A dancer in their 40s, I mean, you know, they're, you know, or, or well, a, a dancer in their 40s are, you know, they're, they're way past their retirement point. Right, right. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not to mention athletes. I mean, mm-hmm. athletes in their 20s, and if they're gymnasts, I mean, they're, you know, they're considered like senior. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, senior yeah. citizens in, in, in that world. And and I learned about the Alexander Technique as a tool to ex- to prolong my, my career. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was blown away by that. I was like, wow, how come other people don't know about this? Yeah. You know, how come other people don't think about, don't think that way? And, and yes, you know, and, and, and my work with Streb, I, I, and I, 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 I try to share that with my, my, my fellow dancers as much as I can. It's like the work can be very abusive to your body. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't designed to be abusive to the body. So, so would you say it's designed to really see what your body can do? Exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't. And 
someone looking at a Streb performance uh, will see people crashing, looking like they're crashing into the ground or or crashing into each other or objects or whatever in ways that look kind of look very dangerous and 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 most people would say look harmful. Mm-hmm. But you're saying the whole philosophy there is to is to is to see what the what the limits of what a person can do with are yeah exactly yeah. exactly well and that's why we use mats you know that's why we don't do sure. it on hard floor sure that's why when we fall from the you know distance greater than their heights we use pit mats which are thick mats mm-hmm. uh, that's why um you know everything is padded right because right. early on, I think in the you know in the in the 80s, Elizabeth realized that you know it wasn't very sustainable to do this work on a hard floor because you know she, mm-hmm. people wouldn't stick around. And that's the lady who uh, her name is uh, Elizabeth Streb, yes. who is the 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 inspiration behind the, the work of this company. Exactly. Yeah, and and you said earlier that the the thing that really gives you an edge is that the technique can help you with resilience or uh, along that and you know even in far less um extreme forms of dance so a ballet for example uh, you know most ballet teach uh, performers don't really last a long time nope. and many uh, are injured at a fairly early stage in their career and have to go into teaching or some other profession. Mm-hmm. I know in Toronto, where I, I, I teach regularly, there's a special program just for uh, dancers at the National Ballet there to re- the, the, who are injured to get them into other professions like law or even medicine or anything that that they, they can do because they can't dance anymore. Right. Well, those 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 dancers are taught since a very early age to squeeze their glutes so hard mm-hmm. as if they were holding a quarter in between their butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they're taught. So so I'm thinking you know if if i squeeze my butt as hard as i can how the hell am i going to be able to walk right because you're if you if you squeeze your butt you're squeezing your hips and the hip joints aren't going to function very well exactly and, 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 yeah, and then and i on. don't breathe <laughs> right right so i you know when i teach a pace and i work with mainly actors i tell them you guys you know i don't know who who came up with that horrible idea but apparently it's a very popular thing amongst ballet dancers. Like squeeze your glutes as if you're holding a quarter in between your butt cheeks. <laughs> but then like who can walk that way? Let alone like do all the plies, the turns, the leaps and and when and and like you said, you brought up the hips. I know I know at least a handful of uh, professional former professional ballet dancers who went uh, underwent uh, hip replacement surgery. Yeah, I'm not um, surprised. Yeah. So it's like really uh, you know, and 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 just to go back a little bit to the Streb technique, Elizabeth's uh, basic um, uh, principle when she used to teach, she no longer teaches. Oh, she would teach every now and then, but mainly we took over all the teachings. Um, it she talks about the idea of a perfect line. Mm-hmm. You know, so she sort of stacks you up to be a perfect line, and then you take that 
principle, that organizational principle of being a perfect line. And you keep that with you when you're falling, when you're jumping, when you're flying, when you're horizontal, when you're upside down, when you're vertical. And of course, you know, that perfect line idea was taught to me in in, in a way that wasn't very uh, Alexander friendly, let's put it this way, right? Right. right. It was about, you know, you you about Short. hold about holding it I about holding exactly yeah, right and what i did very early on I, I i said i refused to approach it that way i said you know what let me experiment with something else here mm-hmm. and i started working with the idea of length because all he discovered at the end was that you know if you achieve alexander if you achieved your full stature and you kept that full stature in action mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that yeah. you, you you would function a lot better because you'd be breathing. Mm-hmm. So I started playing with it. You know, wh- instead of shortening, why don't I release into length mm-hmm. and width and breath? Mm-hmm. And in the end, it's you know, it's 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 actually a, been a brilliant thing for me because I spend less energy. I I you know I I I hurt myself less. Mm-hmm. I'm less stiff at the end of a a rehearsal or a performance, um, and. Uh, you know, and then because my thing is like I go for long runs every now and then, mm-hmm. and I like to feel good and organized at the end of an activity. I don't want to feel compressed or sh- or stiff. You know, if I feel compressed or stiff, it's something I'm doing to myself that's not quite working. And and it's a very new concept to tell people. Yeah. So, the, and the key difference, just to kind of reiterate what you said, uh, releasing into length and width, as opposed to holding a straight, a, a particular position. Exactly. And that, there's a world of difference between those. Exactly. So, someone listening to this who who is a, a dancer or actor or any, any kind of performer might might want to know the answer to this do you sacrifice anything artistically as it were by going this route of the the length and the uh, releasing into length and width as opposed to holding in other words i get that it's probably healthier but how about the artistic impact of your performance well i it's a good question. I don't think I do, mm-hmm. and because or else I would get a note, you know, from my director. Say, hey, <laughs> you know, what are you doing there? You know, yeah, right. <laughs> be straighter, or you know, or hit harder, or jump higher, or run faster. Would it be um, literally a note? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you know, we, we it's we we, we we we're giving those notes all the time, uh-huh. you know, especially uh-huh. in Streb. We, we joke that Elizabeth's notes are like. Hit harder. It's mm-hmm. harder, faster, sooner, stronger, mm-hmm. higher. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always more, 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 more. So, 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 I, so there haven't been complaints about you. No, no, not yeah. at all, not at all. <laughs> I remember very early on when I joined the company, she said to me, Fabio, there's something that you do when you fall that it looks like you fall slower than other people. Uh huh. And yeah. I thought to myself, well, you know, it's it's probably. The direction I'm giving as I'm falling, you know, I'm I'm link, I'm thinking of lengthening, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Trisha Brown. I don't know if you know who Trisha Brown is. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Patricia came to one of the performances. This is like we're talking 12 years ago or something like that. And there's it's a performance that we're all jumping off of big trampoline onto like four big mats. Mm-hmm. And then she said to me, I never worried about you. You have beautiful lines. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was one of the you know most special things I've ever heard from. Well, and I I would think that just biomechanically, if you're if you're putting yourself in a in a situation where you're going to have a strong impact as you land on the ground, if you are in any way um, holding yourself or constricting yourself, that impact's going to be it's going to affect you a lot more th- in a negative way than if you're releasing out internally exactly exactly yeah. and that's why they say you'll you know, be softer drunk people don't get hurt or something like yeah, that They're yeah yeah when they yeah. fall it's the same thing or a cat a cat a can cat, be right. apparently tossed off pretty high right. balcony right. and survive yeah because they they don't tighten up right on the way down right. of course you want to be connected from head to feet Right, right. You want to be connected from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. You want to be releasing into length. So then there is a certain amount of tension that's going through your whole system, okay? But it's a tension that's not going to p- prevent you from breathing. It's a tension that doesn't have excessive compression, mm-hmm. you know. And this I learned in school, and I learned in years of client technique and zero balancing, it's an energy model. For you to connect top to bottom, you don't bring those two ends together. For you to connect top, from top to bottom, you actually pull them away from each other. Mm-hmm. So the, this idea of length, that's how I think. I, you know, I sort of send my feet gently away from my, my crown and my crown gently away from my feet, and I go into this energy body that allows me to stay safe and when you land horizontally you don't want to land you know you want to land as flush as you can you want to land with the whole body as much as you can right right. so you don't get a whiplash you know so you don't get like whatever you know like like basically a whiplash in your neck or your back or something or you don't bend your knees and and hit your joints it's you want to you know you want to land flush so I can be flush by compressing and I can be flush by um, lengthening. And and what I'm realizing in the last few years is that it's the length is a lot more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're, we're coming kind of to the end of our time. And I do want to ask you one other question, though, if that's okay. Of course. Which uh, we've talked pretty much so far about how the, how the technique can be useful in 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 the kind of work you do but i know that you i mean you're an you're practicing alexander technique teacher in new york and i assume you have clients who have no connection at all with the world of performance is that is that right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um what, what would you say to someone who's, who's hung in here so far to this interview out of interest but is in fact maybe uh, an office worker or um a mother of mm-hmm. children, some, some something else. How would you connect what you've said about the performance uh, help that the technique can provide to, to someone in that situation? 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know what they do if, if they work in an office or they're a, a mother. What they do is ex- is very extreme as well. You yeah, know, in a different way. In a different way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and you know, mothers, man. You know, I, I I see my sister. It's like it is so much work, and it's you know, and it and sitting in an office, it's so extreme. Also, so because I, sitting itself as an activity is one of the most challenging for people to do well. And exactly. if you're doing it for eight hours a day, not well, the, the the consequences can be pretty serious. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I know people. You know, uh, I know people who are in my world who don't have the type of injuries of people who are in an off, you know, in an office mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. situation. So I think that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you just really want to learn about, you know how to breathe better and how to uh, allow, allow your spine to lengthen and your back to widen and and whether you're sitting or whether you're jumping off a 30 feet tall tower it's the, the principles are the same and, 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 and the mechanics of the body are the same so I actually in fact prefer <laughs> to work with <laughs> non-dancers you, you know if you will because yeah. uh, it's just I think you know it's just the nature of of what I'm attracted to. I'm, I'm interested in injury and, and you know helping people, um, in, you know, sort of minimize their pain. Um, but I I I think everything you we do this day and age could be ext- extreme, and we want to know how to do that well. Yeah, and you might you know when you say that it, it occurs to me that there's a lot of discussion these days about how overloaded many people are in terms of the number of things they have to do during a day, mm-hmm. uh, t- you know, and uh, so that is people are often living pretty extreme multitasking type lives mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. something like the Alexander Technique, which gives gives a person an ability to control how they function mm-hmm. in that situation is going to make a, make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, if if you don't have anything else you want to desperately want to add, uh, <laughs> this might be a good time to bring our our interview to a close. Um, my my guest today has been Fabio Tavares. I hope I pronounced that right. Fabio right. Tavares da Silva, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in New York City. So, if anything that we've talked about. Uh, intrigues you and you're in the New York area, I'll put a link to his website by the interview. And if you're anywhere else in the world, I'll put a link to a website that um, will enable you to learn more about the Alexander Technique and find a teacher wherever you're located. And I'll also put, I assume the Streb has a, a website? Yep. I'll put a link to, to that as well. And are there, do you happen to know if there are videos on that? website oh yeah yeah. oh they're, so they're, you can see what we're talking about I, if yeah. you have if if you the listener are not familiar with streb um it's 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 an experience just <laughs> seeing it it's it's pretty amazing so F- fabio thank you so much for being on the show today thank you so much robert thanks for having me <laughs>